none of this makes sense to me. Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Project Xehanort comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? Hello, I'm fine. I'm great. I have a long list of questions uh, raised during the time I spent with Kingdom Hearts Remind and Limit Cut at all. And I don't know if we'll get to them all in this episode we don't know if we're going to get to all of remind in this episode but i have a list of questions some of them relate back to a theory that wheels and i have about uh the future of kingdom Hearts. you know it's about it's about as researched as as dream you know dream theory like went halfway there you know it's like <sighs> dream theory went halfway there we took it we took it the rest of the way you know mm-hmm. like we, we took it all the way home did we we don't think we came up with a cute little name though for ours Blank. Oh, we did. Oh, did we? I forgot it. Uh, you can cut this out, but you called it. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, I forgot a very funny. We'll get into <laughs> it. We'll, well, uh, Wheels has has decided to wait until we're done with Remind proper to uh to discuss it on the let's podcast. Get, let's get out of the shit that we know actually happened before we start saying the bullshit. Look, up, we're right. Uh, <laughs> Plus, we need to drop that video announcing it. As, oh, first. yeah, I forgot about that. This is this is all uh, speculation. Anyways, when you when you purchase Kingdom Hearts Remind, the DLC, and you load it up, it starts in the most Kingdom Hearts fashion with about 25 minutes of cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> One of them I don't even want to cover. I just want to say it happens and moves on. Um, you talking the first one? No, the first one's first one's good. It's uh, I think it's the th- third one but i can't say i have which the order exactly memorized oh the one where they just where they just say like so here's a list of all the things that didn't make sense in the base game <laughs> pretty we much. just want to make sure we reiterate who is whom they should have just Science been it should have just been me and you up there doing it <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways this first cutscene i think is good um which picks up very early in the story of Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, uh, if you recall, after Olympus, we got a cutscene of Maleficent and Pete looking for the box there in Olympus, but it turns out that the box that they had heard was here was just Pandora's box, which they are not interested in. So they go on their merry way. And then if you recall, the camera panned up to Zigbar starting to say the line, may your heart be your guiding key before it cut out. This time it doesn't cut out. The scene continues. Uh, and Luke Sword portals in. Who do you wanna who do you wanna be, Joe? Uh I miss doing Zigbar voice, so I'll let you be I'll let you be Luke Sword. Oh, you'll let me you'll let me, Joe. You'll give me the honor. Yes. I Yes! Exactly. This, you understand. Seeing <laughs> seeing this scene, I was like, oh funny, like Luke Sword. Uh I think it's funny because like the joke I've is that finally, the joke is that we I think I've finally turned the corner and joined uh team. Plakwas's uh, Luke's order specters. 
after reading I haven't because for me it's like I, I like I thought that in my head and I was like oh it's fun like the the funny joke is that we hate Luke Surd and you know he plays games or whatever but then I hear this motherfucker speak like it, <laughs> okay his first line is Picture this, a black goat stashes away a letter, then orders a white goat to search for it. What could his intentions possibly be? This raises... All right, one... This motherfucker! I I think the thing about Luke Surd is that I, I, I... There's just so little to him. And now that I have just like a crumb yeah. of who he might be, I'm like completely all in, all bets on Luke Surd for now. <laughs> But this, this immediately as soon as this scene started, like a series of synapses went off in my brain where it was like, this whole year I never questioned why they were looking for the box. Luke, you should know. <laughs> like it took Luke's right. saying this shit for me to be like, oh fucking, d- why? Why is any of this happening? <laughs> this is all bullshit. Also, should I be connecting the fact that he mentions goats to the fact that Xehanort turns into a goat armor man at Maybe. the end of the game? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I think, well, the goat also reminded me of, like, the... Wasn't wasn't there a running... I don't know if theory is the right word, but, like, all of the different foretellers are kind of based on True. the sins or whatever, and maybe goats connected to whichever one Lucia was supposed to be. Goats are very biblical in a lot of senses because there's also all of this stuff separating goats from sheep. Goats being that's why goats are a symbol associated with Satanism is because the goat is like the bad animal Mm -hmm. that you separate the sheep out from. So there's a lot going on there. Anyway, goats. Luxord says that. He says, picture this. A goat stashes away a letter, then orders a white goat to search for it. What could his intentions possibly be? And then Zigbar says, great, a riddle, just what I need. I want Luke to make an ARG. (laughs) There are many possibilities. Perhaps he forgot where it's hidden, or he's playing a prank, or the letter has truly gone missing. I can think of several reasons offhand. Guessing is simply useless. Well, then just follow your orders, plain and simple. Yes, that's what I've always done. I followed the orders from above, without question. Like a gamer. However, I sometimes can't help but read into my opponent's strategy, like a gamer. (laughs) (laughs) Too long in the job. If the contents of the box (laughs) are so unknown, why is it of critical importance to the organization? Furthermore, was it Xehanort or Xemnas who gave the order? Well, it's tricky. All Xehanort cares about is the clash between the Seven Lights and Thirteen Darknesses. It's unlikely he would hold such an interest in this mysterious box. Which means the order was issued by Xemnas, or the one who informed me of my task. You. As if. It must have been Xemnas. It's not even a confident, like, oh yeah, it was Xemnas. It's, eh, it must have been. I don't know. <laughs> it just, I just as if you. it probably was. Yeah. Also, I, I like Luke's are laying this out so clearly. It's like this plot line doesn't make any fucking sense. Why was it a big oh. part of the game? <laughs> it seems irrelevant to the action of this entry. Uh, he continues after Zigbar says, "As if it must have been Zemnis." Luxerd says, "My inquiries suggested otherwise." Oh man, you asked him. 
What are your intentions? Look, I don't know what's inside the box, but it's been protected by Keyblade wielders since way back when. Aren't you curious? I heard it contains information that's vital to all Keyblade wielders. Secrets! And where did you hear this? Hmm, I don't remember. I keep my eyes and ears wide open, but I've traveled so many different places. I keep places. that thing strapped on me. <laughs> but I've traveled so many different places, it's hard to keep everything straight, you know? It is really hard to keep anything straight in Kingdom Hearts, mm -hmm. isn't it? Luke Sword throws a card at Zigbar. Zigbar catches it. Luke Sword says, If this box is truly as important as you say, then why now? I believe you discovered that others also seek it, and you need to find it before anyone else does, in order to keep your connection to the box secret from those around you. Zigbar, who are you really? And then we zoom out and we realize Zigbar, he takes off his cloak and he's covered in tattoos and he's the guy from Memento and he hit his own box and he doesn't <laughs> remember where the fuck he put it. <laughs> Luke Swords, Luke Swords, uh, no, uh, Zigbar says, huh, I'm already half John G. <laughs> uh, and that's why they stole the word photos in Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> it all connects. Fuck! Oh. <laughs> Anyways, where does this like That's actually our theory. Yeah, that's our uh, theory. There's a pause. Uh, then Luke Sir just says, No matter. It doesn't make a difference to me. It's all the same. I'm content to feign ignorance. And then he portals out. I said this on Twitter, but from the trailers to now, I'm so glad that the translation of I'll keep playing dumb turned into I'm content to feign ignorance. Because it's like... Mm -hmm. The two different sides of how obtuse can you phrase a very simple thing? <laughs> yeah, the one is the way a normal person would say it, and the other way Luxord. is how Luxord would say it. Uh, but then he leaves, and Zegbar says, The question is, who are you, Luxord? The answer is, he's gone. Why are you talking to nobody, Ziggy? Come on. <laughs> uh, but then we, we go back to the end of the game. And it's the scene at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 where everyone's gathered in the Keyblade graveyard after all the fights. Everyone but Kyrie, because Kyrie's fucking dead. And Sora says that he's going to go looking for Kyrie. And then we get the title card for Kingdom Hearts 3, Remind. And we don't quite see what Sora does yet. Basically, all of this game takes place in the time that he, between him going to do that and the actual ending cutscene. But but for now, we, we go back in time. Don't say it like that because... Not, well, we, there's actual we look time at a, travel. This is we a, look at this a very is, old is, flashback. Right. Yeah, yes. We are seeing events in the past. The time travel hasn't happened yet. Yes. Well, it has, but just in Kingdom Hearts 3, it has not yet happened in, as of this recording. <laughs> this video recording. game fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 uh anyway we cut to the badlands uh we'll later find out that it is approximately 75 years before where we are now we are right next to those 13 stone pillars that they use as kind of their meeting place in this game that real organization 13 does i mean young xehanort uh and this is we'll find out pretty soon this is like before right before it's like before young xehanort takes the mark of mastery exam um and he's approaching a cloaked figure who, once we hear his voice, will realize that that cloaked figure is the master of masters. Doesn't he who do just, you want to be? Doesn't he just not take the mark of mastery exam? I could have swore I remembered that from like birth by sleep reports. 
that he just said, actually, I'm going to fuck up. You could be, um, Gets no, because don't they GED. both. It's key ED. Don't they both, don't they both take the exam and then they both pass, but only Ericus, but Ericus is the one who their master decides is going to watch over the land of departure. And he's like, great. I'm just a, I'm a master, but I don't get to fucking do anything. And then he becomes a seeker. That's how I recall it. I'd have to go back and read to be sure. And I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't add us, though. Uh, so notably, it doesn't matter for this scene. No. So this happens sometimes between sometime between the chess and the mark of mastery. Master of Masters is here. That's weird. We'll get into it. And I think his eyes are gray in this. He doesn't have the yellow eyes yet. Which we haven't... By his, you mean young Zayn. Yes, Because we still don't ever see Master of Master's face. No, we don't. But I love listening I love listening to him talk. Shout out to Ray Chase. I wish he was also... Oh, yeah, Yosora. it's a great performance. <laughs> but then, but then, every, then that would be even more confusing of who Master of Master's really is. Um, he's just Noctis. Anyways, y- uh, young Xehanort. Yeah, yo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it starts with Master of Master's saying, So? Young Xehanort says, yeah, it, does he really say yeah? That's what I typed. I can't imagine young Xehanort saying, yeah, yeah, it wards off, it wards off darkness. It's useful. Ooh, that's a good young Xehanort. I pulled it you out did there. It. You found it. Um, and the master message told you. So how'd it go? The tour? I learned the reason for my existence. Ooh, tell me more. All around the world, people live seemingly peaceful lives. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> I believe the children are our future. No, I, no, he says, all around the world, people live seemingly peaceful lives. They believe themselves to be moral and virtuous, but it's all an act. Darkness lurks in the pit of everyone's heart. Their light is a total farce. Sounds like your trip around the world opened your eyes, but you got a little bit more than you anticipated. You must have seen a lot of darkness. Those who are weak and who desire greater... Those who are weak and who desire greater power simply strip the strong of their power and convince themselves they've earned it. That's how people become tainted by darkness. They believe what they want to believe, using hollow reasons as justification. They repeat this cycle, and their darkness grows. So you're saying the weak feel the need to justify their actions and maintain a sense of self? Can't let that slide? No, it's better they be ruled by darkness. People carry delusions of having power, but it's a lie. They are but sheep pretending to be wolves. Though I admit, I can understand why. I love that he's like, this is all fucked up, I get it, but it wouldn't it just be better... If it was worse. <laughs> Things sure suck. I could make them worse, though. <laughs> uh, Master Mess says, Oh, never heard that one before. A Keyblade wielder willing to side with the darkness. Why not just let them <laughs> I love be- how fake surprised yeah. he is in that oh. line. Why not just let them be until the darkness consumes them? Because left alone, the world would fall to chaos. There needs to be order. You sure about that? Why not just sit back and watch it play out? Understanding hearts is difficult, more so the emotions within. I simply realize that it's easy to dismiss that which you don't comprehend. All right, all right, the world needs you. I'll grant you that one, for some reason. (laughs) I don't know what I can do, but I will act. 
What comes next is too important. I suppose letting false light dictate the future might be a pretty lousy move. So, you can make a change! You have that power! What do you want for the world? Power, eh? <laughs> They're that company that makes controllers for the Nintendo Switch! <laughs> no, he says. Power, eh? Who knows? My training's coming to an end, and the exam's not far off. Maybe I can gain some clarity then. You're letting the exam decide? Listen to me. The results don't matter. The points are made up. You, be <laughs> you, be you believe the world needs you. Sounds like you already know where you're headed. It's funny. Somehow, I can sense where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do. Yes, even this coat. <laughs> There's something familiar about it, as if I'm meant to wear this. They just can't think up a different fucking outfit for any of these characters. It's weird. It's not a phase, Mom. <laughs> it's not a phase, Master of Masters. Uh, I'm goth. Uh, mom says, hmm. A friend, of, a friend of my wife's actually told her mom when she was, a, she was a teen, I'm goth, Mom. It's not a phase. Are they still goth? No. They fucking lied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, regarding the coat, uh, Master of Masters says, hmm, no, you'll ditch it soon. What do you mean? I mean that one day you're going to outgrow it. I mean, Neo, one day you won't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Young Xehanort says, how so? If you truly possess great power, the darkness can't control you. You won't need a silly old coat to stay safe. In fact, you'll be the one controlling the darkness instead. Just the phrase silly old coat makes me imagine... Paddington, but he has the organization cloak yeah. on <laughs> instead of the blue one. Quick, someone write that down. Quick, quick. Interstitial campaign. Um, he continues. Me, on the other hand, I'm too much of a scaredy cat to take mine off. <laughs> I love that. Who are you, really? Some kind of fortune teller. Well, I could lie and tell you that's what I am when I'm actually a brilliant artist or even a scholar. I could tell you that I dream of world peace when actually I'm planning for its destruction. The truth is what you see with your eyes, not what you hear. So, your name? What did I just... <sighs> Never mind. I guess there's no harm. My name is... Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hear what he says. Uh, we don't. Is. Yeah. But then he says, I'm a lost master. Lost? Master. And then he fucking leaves and says, may your heart be your guiding key. And then we get a text on screen that says, 75 years later. Standing in the same spot, but much older, old Master Xehanort laughs. With a new Sionix voice. and Zigbar are there with him. Uh, it, uh, and this time, it's fucking Christopher Lloyd. Uh, we got some gigawatts in the booth. Absolutely wild and hilarious that they cast him as a time-traveling old man. Uh-huh. Apparently, ev everyone they cast as Xehanort, unfortunately, has passed Dies. away. Yeah, right, because um, Rudger Hauer has also passed away, which is why they needed to recast him. Yeah, and as much as, like, I mean, Chris, Chris Rillard has, like, a, to me at least, iconic and incredible voice, it's nowhere near Xehanort. <laughs> Like, it's just, it's just like, fuck it, stop no, trying to different. make someone yeah. be Xehanort, just let someone else do something new. And that's kind of what they did with this. Yeah. Um, I like it. Like, uh, yeah, I do too. I like it better than the Rudger Hauer. Like, I feel like the Rudger Hauer one was just a weird direction. 
Yeah, I'd rather it be different in Christopher Lloyd than like a weird approximation of what Nimoy was doing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but he sits there. He laughs. Uh, Zigbar says, "What's so funny, old man? Mind sharing with us?" And I, I, there's no bone in my body that. Uh, oh, do you want to switch? You want to do? Is well, that what you're saying? You're not the, ready the for thing it? Is, I'm not do confident you give it a shot? in doing Christopher Lloyd Master Zane, or I probably still have Nimoy in me. Like, like I stand here, Terra, shit. But I, I there's, and, and I can't do from Christopher Lloyd. I don't know. Uh, do you want to do Christopher Lloyd Master Zane? Uh, let me give it a shot. Hold on, let me get my... Uh... I've used pinball machine parts! Okay, I found it! <laughs> I stand here today because of a fated encounter. Very many years ago, when I was still a young lad, I never learned who he was, and perhaps I never will. But I see now the truth he spoke of. Zigbar continues and says, We don't have time for bedtime stories. Without the kid, we're still down a 13th vessel. And as for the other 12, only three of us are here right now. Are you absolutely sure the others made their way back to their respective times? And they fucking they teleport, teleport onto the onto the like pillars uh, where they all stand all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they they just recount every organization member and where they came from and whether or not they're a replica or a nobody. Do you want to just go through it? Because it might be a service to our audience. The, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, if we could just like lay out the facts rather than recount the dialogue, because sure. the dialogue um, is really just a recounting of facts. Um, but basically, I think everything we already knew from context, except you were really, con- I, I'm, I could be wrong about remembering our podcast a year ago, but I remember there being contention on whether or not Dark Riku was from Kingdom Hearts 1 or Chain of Memories, Replica Riku. And I remember thinking, I, I thought it was Replica Riku, and you thought it was KH1 Riku, and I think we just went with that. But now it's, like, specifically confirmed that it's Riku Replica. Also, it's very weird to hear them say Riku Replica as a name. Well, it's a replica that has been filled with Riku Replica's heart. Sure, yes. But I think I think we were Rather, thinking it was filled Riku with... Replica's heart at the time of Chain of Memories. Yes. And I, I think on the show before, we had thought it was Kingdom Hearts 1 and some possessed Riku. Because that's what's in the Xehanort rap. Right. Which is incorrect. Sure. Now we have to do it again. I mean, who the fuck knows? The game told us it's Riku Replica. But it doesn't fucking matter. The six of one half dozen of the other at this point, because it's not even it's not even it's not like the real Riku replica, because that one is in Riku's heart being good, like having a face turn. Yes, but I think the fact that Riku replica, the the good Riku replica who's in the heart, I think, says like (laughs) the good Riku replica is in the lodge. Yes, yes. Uh, But he's like, oh, yeah, that's not you from the past that's me from the past and then he empties it out you're you're right yep you're um, absolutely right so it's like arguing of whether or not it's important is like i think we're in the wrong podcast for that um because none of this mm-hmm. shit fucking matters in the grand scheme of the story being told but uh kingdom hearts is a franchise defined by its minute details for better or for worse which is why this scene fucking happens it's because it's just here's all the details here's how we I think that the biggest thing is they do explain how they made Chion 
come back. Like that's probably the. They, and also, I do want to. There was kind of a question for me whether or not Young Xehanort was a, just a time traveler, or if he too was a replica filled with past Young Xehanort's heart. Mm-hmm. This kind of confirms that even Young Xehanort was also his heart from the past was put into a replica. Yes, I my understanding in Kingdom Hearts three uh, Alpha was just that everybody was like like the the no some some were nobodies and everybody else was a replica. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's what I thought was probably the most likely, but it wasn't like crystal clear. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they kind of they kind of lay out their plan before the game properly starts. So I I mean if what what's the big stuff like? Marluxia and Larxene are back to being nobodies looking and they're for the searching, new seven hearts. searching for the hearts. Uh, Luxert is looking for the box because Zigbar told him to. They just kind of ignore it and in this like, scene. Syx, yeah, Syx and Xehanort are like, that's fine. Yeah, who gives a shit? They list off everyone who went back to their time and then... Like they've been reassembled in our time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zigbar confirms that the people who were human and went back to nobodies are himself. He says you, referring to Syax. So Zigbar, Syax, Luxord, Marluxia, and Larxene. And then the ones in replicas are Ansem, Zimnus, Vanita, Riku, Replica, and Young Master Xehanort. And then with Old Man Xehanort, they have 11. So they're missing two Seekers of Darkness. And they go on to talk about how Dimmix and Vexen are fucking useless. <laughs> so they make Shion, uh-huh. um, which they don't say her name, obviously, but they basically say, like, there was another... In Vexen's reports of, like, um, replica research... His, like, five... Like, his... Comp- I think they even say his, like, research data or something. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, but then it's... They say that, like, oh, yeah, it's from the data we can tell they're connected to Sora, so we'll just make whatever this person was uh and they do yeah it kind of implies we don't know who they are but we know from vaxen's what vaxen wrote down that Mm -hmm. they have a connection and by looking at the data we can see that it's connected to sora somehow it is weird to me that that data wouldn't disappear like the journal did when the memories were gone because when sora lost like when sora and his friends lost their memory in the castle the journal went blank this is a tiny detail that i'm not gonna pitch a fight over but (laughs) It is like minor confusion. Um, so here's here's what I would argue. I guess the data was still there. I would argue that the well, yeah that, is, that that could be argument one is that the the data was still there and they just had to kind of like wake it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, I would also argue that even if the data, a data vaccine going around in his own journal, <laughs> even if Vexen's data of Shion went away, his data of the replica vessel that he put that data in number i doesn't wouldn't necessarily be gone he might still have data about the actual physical vessel and because mm. shion's heart occupied it at one point its data is then linked to shion which is in turn linked to sora sure i'm making a lot of steps for him but it's yeah. a way that it makes sense. Yeah, it's fine. This cutscene's already long enough with what they're explaining. I don't like for for me them saying, "Yeah, there's data here" is enough for me to say, "Like, cool." I didn't really need any explanation of how Xi'an got here. I was just happy to see her, uh, so it's <laughs> fine. But anyways, uh, they talk about that. They talk about say Young Zaynord is 
occupied with transferring hearts and Cyax goes to get Vexen and then they all leave. And I, that's is there anything else in the scene that you want to draw attention to or that's it? OK, it happens. And then we go to the final world uh, again, which so now we're back in the timeline of Sora trying to save Kyrie. So he says, hi, everyone. We did it, but I'm not going to go back home. I'm going to save Kyrie. Mickey's like, but you might fucking die. And Sora says, don't give a shit. If I die, I die. And he makes a beam off to space. And now we see and that. Mickey's like, yeah, Mickey, let him die. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> and just let him fucking die. <laughs> so Sora fucks off to space with his keyblade laser beam. And we see now that he has landed in the final world. And Chirithi makes some cute noises. I love the Chirithi noise. Chirithi flies in. And Sora says, Chirithi! And Chirithi says, back so soon? When I was watching this, Carly pointed out to me, she, was, she heard Chirithi's voice, and she was like, oh, that's, uh, that's Kari from Digimon, which I've never seen enough of Digimon to know who that is, but maybe either, but it sure fucking sounds that like interesting. it. I mean, I've seen the Digimon movie. It's been a very long time. Pretty sure it so has... a fun fact there. Pretty sure it has Bare Naked Ladies one week in it. Um, the, Hell the, yeah. Uh, localized uh, version, anyway. Anyways, Sure fucking, like you saying that, I'm like, sure sounds like a Digimon, I believe it. Um, but Chirithi says, what's it's wrong? It's actually one of the humans in Digimon. Oh, uh, fucked up. Sora sighs. And Chirithi says, what's wrong? Well. We don't see the explanation. Sora explains it, yeah. Yeah, we fade, fade to black and then back in, and Chirithi says, ah, even with the power of awaking, you can't just bring someone back. But Kyrie's heart hasn't been lost yet. She's still with us, right? Maybe, but this time I'm afraid the situation is a lot worse. Hey, I've already restored six hearts. What's one more? But that's not how it's supposed to work at all. The power of waking is meant to be used to wake and restore sleeping hearts, not to restore them after they've completely faded away from existence. You've done that six times before, and as a result, you've managed to greatly alter the course of history itself. You've broken <laughs> a nature taboo! Nature? A forbidden act! Break a nature of taboo and you'll end up paying an extraordinary price. Like, uh, sort of remembers young Zaynard said something similar to him. <laughs> yeah, this was. Is that how much this DLC cost? I just watched the cutscenes. It was $30. Hum and a hum and then it would be $35 at least in Canadian. Yeah, that's before taxes. Sora said, I've heard that before. So, what's the price? You'll lose your powers. You won't be able to use the power of waking. That's all? No problem. But that's not all. You yourself will vanish from this world. And without your powers, you can't return to the world you came from. Kind <laughs> of buried the lead there, Chirithi. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you, oh, you'll lose your powers. And he's like, oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I did that like a week ago. Happens every fucking game. Sora says, I don't care. What? There's a lot I don't understand in this, in this DLC. It's great. I love it. I love it. It's like Chirithi's uh, catchphrase. Yeah. There's a lot I don't understand, but I know that this is all I can do right now. I have to do everything I can to get Kyrie back. <clears throat> That's the whole reason behind my journey. Uh, I can't stop you, can I? Nope. I have to follow my heart. Uh, well, then this is really goodbye. So listen carefully to me. So it fades to a black screen, and Chirithi continues and says, You'll return to the past again, but you won't be able to rewrite it this time. No matter what happens, you have to accept it and move on. 
And then we start seeing the Terranort fight again, which is... As if you didn't get it twice. Here it is a third time. This time... I really liked this cutscene. It plays out in the way that it did the first time. So in, like, the timeline where everyone fucking beefs it. So in the timeline of... In the timeline of, I suppose, Sora's memories, they lose to Terranort and or they 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 fight Terranort and Donald uses that a flare and then they fight Terranort and the lingering will save them. So we see them in that order again as Sora's doing all this shit. It's kind of it's really hard to talk about. It's I, I feel like I perfectly understand it, but I cannot describe it. So let me read to you this uh, narration that Shirthi is about to give, and then I'm going to tell you what I think happens, because I think it makes complete sense when you put it together in the way that I have it in my head. So Shirthi says, the heart, this is still like narration as that scene is playing out. Presumably this is what Shirthi is telling Sora before he goes back. Shirthi says, the heart you have now already existed during that time. It went back into the past earlier. Nothing can change that fact. The place where you'll return is the tear in the fabric of time that was created when you changed your destiny, then changed it again. In order not to not stray too far from the power of waking, you'll enter and pass through the hearts of the Guardians, until you reach Kyrie's heart. Every emotion that each of the Guardians felt, sadness, anxiety, fear, kindness, everything they saw and everything they felt then, you'll clear a way through it traverse across their hearts, and dive even deeper inside. I can't be sure what's waiting for you at the end, or what you'll actually be able to do, but by following the connection of hearts, you'll come to discover a greater truth, one that's sure to help you. But, in this flow of time in the past, you'll only have up till the moment you left for this place, so you'll have to find and restore Kyrie's heart before then. That's all the advice I can give you. Beyond that, I can only say... May your heart be your guiding key. So here's what here's how I interpret it. We're about we're about to see Sora as a force ghost. Mm-hmm. Go back in time. A force ghost that can kind of jump into people's hearts that he's connected to. He's gonna go back in time and he's going to be force ghost watching scenes play out. He watches this whole scene play out until the point where everyone dies. At which, and that's the, that's the tear that Chirithi talked about where he says, or where they say, I'm not sure if Chirithi is ever given pronouns. Chirithi says, the place where you'll return is the tear in the fabric of time that was created when you changed your destiny. So Sora's about to see that entire scene play out, uh, fight some like little bosses along the way, but it's kind of inconsequential. Um, and then he gets to the point where he dies and then it fades to black and then he wakes up in the second timeline that we saw in Kingdom Hearts 3. So the way I interpret it is, like, when Sora went to the final world and then came back the first time, he created a hole between those two timelines at that point in space-time, and his ver- the version of himself now that's going back has to get to that time and place where he broke reality the first time, and then he can ride that break into the second reality that he created. Yeah, I know. I understand. I was just trying to say but, that we, I was trying to find the words to say, we see both fights in the order that they happen in the game. I get right. it. And that's why. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Terranort strikes at Sora like he did in the first timeline. Or sorry, Terranort strikes at Ventus like he did in the first timeline. And Sora's time-traveling heart tries to catch him, but he realizes that he's an immaterial force ghost. And he can't. Um, Then he notices a small light uh, in front of him by his heart. And he says, this is Ven's heart. Oh, yeah. Then he we see him floating, Sora floating down to uh, like a, what what is it? What is it? It's like something of awakening. The dive to the heart? Well, there's oh, that, oh. but there's the um, station of awakening, I think is the other term um, yeah. or something. But yeah, it's that. But Ventus's stained glass thing uh, and Sora's yelling for Ventus. Uh, and then we get the text on screen saying, no, leave him be. Sora says, what? He's too pure and a pure heart can be most careless. Who are you? And it says, darkness. Darkness? Imprisoning me? Vanitas? All that I see? <laughs> Absolute horror. <laughs> um, but then it, the darkness, like, spreads around the stained glass heart thing, and it uh, eats up Sora, and then he fights a heartless boss. What do you figure this is? That was a big heartless boss. This was the secret boss of... Kingdom Hearts 3 proper. It's like Inferno or something. Right. Um, and this this name is different. It's like Inferno Kai. Like they put the the symbol after it. Huh. Don't know what that means. Um, there I mean, we've been going through this running theory of like, you know, maybe Ventus has this weird darkness issue that comes out in Unchained that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. We always just kind of assumed that would be Vanitas. Maybe it's also this and Vanitas, like uh, I don't know. I I don't have enough information to say anything particularly solid about the ordeal. I I bet you're right that it has to do with that somehow because of a future scene we get to. Probably, yeah. Um, which is interesting too that the the secret boss of Kingdom Hearts three wasn't just a stupid heartless that didn't matter, which is how it seemed. <laughs> mm-hmm. It because it kind of seemed like the only secret boss that didn't seem to be setting something up because it just looked like a heartless. Um, so it's kind of right. nice to see it used somewhere else. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, you fight it, we don't have much more to go off that. Oh my, this, there's, like, static that is, that is, like, eclipsing your voice and you just faded out completely. Were you swallowed by Heartless? I wish. Okay, well, Audacity is looking, like, flatlining when I'm not talking, so I don't think it's, I don't know what it is, because Discord is showing me, like, a solid green circle. Right. Like, I'm... I'm not sure what that would be. Um, but let's just keep going. And if I don't hear, if I can't hear anything you say, I'll just ask you what you said. Okay. Um, I'm going to trust my waveform on Audacity and hope it doesn't sound like shit. Um, anyways. Um, Whoa. That was really weird because all of a sudden the, the static completely went away. And then you just said, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It is gone now. Okay, cool. Um, well, then. I'll just go back to what I was saying before you yelled at me. You that should I was listen gone. to the Craig and hear and hear what happened there because it's really strange. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, my my note that I have from this is less about Ventus because we'll figure out Ventus' shit probably. Um. But my my question now is: Has text on screen always just been the darkness? It's tough to say because that's like we've always kind of joked about it being our favorite character or whatever because it every now and then would relay information but has it actually been the darkness this whole time and here's and here's the thing 
it would make sense for it to have been there the whole time if it was in Ventus's heart, because the times that we've seen it have been Ventus in, in Sora's awakenings. heart. Yeah, because it's been the awakening stuff. Because it's like it's like talking to Sora in the tutorials shit. So like, yeah, I think it is. It's fucked up, but pro- like it's very possible. Um, I'm curious. I won't do it because I don't care that much. But I'm kind of curious to go back and read some of that stuff now. If if it's like yeah, retroactively being ascribed to this weird darkness character, and I wouldn't. Yeah, and I would be. So are we both in agreement that this is probably the darkness from Unchained? Oh, as I well? can't imagine who else it would be. That would be a weird yeah. trick if there's two people right. named Darkness. Right. Um. But I, the thing is, I don't know if that darkness, capital D darkness, is what like Venetus. I don't think it's in. Even though Sora says it. But I do think it has it's it's the unchained figure, and I'm curious what that means for Ventus, considering he probably murdered a nice young girl. Yeah, I should we should both go back and like look at all the things that text on screen said, all the thing that things that darkness has said and unchained mm-hmm. compared to this. See if there's anything we pick up on. Yeah, I mean it's just interesting to be like oh because like they canonized all the tutorial stuff in this game. Um, by yep. saying that Sora had been to the final world before. But it's interesting because like, I'm pretty sure they... Wasn't it implied that the tutorial in Kingdom Hearts 3 took place after the game? Or was it just a thing I read and I guess I don't know where I would have I have not. It. I have not read that anywhere. I'm not necessarily saying it's wrong. I don't know what the evidence for that would be, but I'm sure someone has put together a coherent argument for it somewhere. Yeah. The fact that he's wearing the Kingdom Hearts 2 clothes is really my only reason to think probably not. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Chirithi talking about that he's been to the final world a couple of times means that the tutorial stuff did seem to happen. So if like the day before Destiny Islands is engulfed in darkness, the voice of darkness spoke to him in a dream and said, you're going to open the door, buddy. You're going to do it. And it's like, we still don't really know what the door is being open means. I, uh, so I, he just I closed a lot of doors. I know that you tweeted a theory, so feel free to tell everyone. So my, my idea is that, like, and I'm going to be so fucking mad, but also happy and find it hilarious if it ends up being this, but it's that as Unchained is maybe kind of pointing us to, the entire universe is a data world where the light of the past has been hidden away. Maybe because, you know, in the hearts of children, the light was hidden away. We find out that the lights of children are the dandelions. The dandelions wake up and they think they're in data. So likely maybe the entire universe is actually a data world where the light was hidden. When the dark, the character of the darkness who we've seen in Unchained walking around the data world. If we say that that's the the voice at the beginning saying you will be the one to open the door then that's the darkness character telling Sora that Sora will be the one to get the light from this data world out into the real world to open the door between the data world and reality. Mm -hmm. Seems open and shut to me. It seems like one of many stupid possibilities. Mm -hmm. But it is a a fascinating idea. Data is weirdly prevalent in Kingdom Hearts ever since Recoded. Um, actually, can be anywhere, even, even in data. data. He says it. He they make a point for him to yell that it's yeah. in this. Yeah, it's weird. Technically, data has been around for since Kingdom Hearts two because Ansem yep. 
Diz is an asshole. Uh, anyways, I mean Tron is a yeah Tron is a data world. Tron is another whole fucking thing. There's multiple there's there's multiple Tron timelines in this fucking franchise. Yep. Anyways, so Sora beats that weird darkness thing, um, and after that, Sora connects. World lines are just different version numbers. <laughs> Honestly, patch notes. Yeah. It's fucked up. This is the first. I, well, no, I guess Unchained would have been the first Kingdom Hearts game to have quote unquote patches. Anyways, he connects to Aqua's heart next. I figure that's probably our episode for for today. Um, mm-hmm. We have much more to talk about than I had expected. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to just save our definitive theory that of, of definitely what the future of Kingdom Hearts is until we finish Remind <laughs> or? Um, yeah, until it, whenever we decide to release the the video that I made. Oh, we yeah, because it, it is episode. it is kind of connected to what we what what game we're covering next, mm-hmm. which is weird because we definitely did not pick it because of any like we just picked it because we wanted to. No. But I think yeah. because of that is why it was on my mind. And I said, what if it's just this? Uh-huh. Um, I thought I said that. No. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, go back. Oh, I'm doing it right now because it hasn't DMs. been that long. This is fucking uh, Bed Bath and Bionicle all over again. Yeah, I said it Wednesday. I said what's fucked up is there's a chance that Kingdom Hearts does this, and you said, "Oh God damn it!" Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was you. I stand corrected. I told you. But anyways, we'll save it for 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 that for that big reveal. Um, so probably just when we finish Remind, which mm-hmm. uh, might be just one more episode. Who knows? Because mm-hmm. there's not that much in Limit Cut, and a lot of it is just scenes we'll probably say how already happened. But we had a lot of speculation to make this time. Uh, anyways, uh, stay tuned for the plugs because Wheels changed their Twitter, ha- Twitter handle and, and invalidated years of plugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna happen sometime bold powerful move i respect it anyways we'll wear- i if you go to if you go to the travis w it's an account that says i don't use this anymore and gives you the link to the real one sure, so yeah. i thought it through you did the work um but where can people find you on the internet wheels twitter.com slash singular wheels uh and a podcast called very random encounters where some friends and i play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible cool what about you? You can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, and on a couple other podcasts. Uh, just put up January's episode of They Them Theirs, a monthly non-binary discussion podcast. That's exactly what it sounds like. It's a podcast where my friend Rain and I talk about uh, non-binary experiences and various things that we relate to as a result. You can find it on the same network as this one at theorangegroves.com. We're back to our old theme music which is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. You can follow this show on Twitter at twitter.com slash MemorizeCast. In the pinned tweet and the show notes, you can find a link to our Discord server, which has been very busy since Remind came out. And you can also find a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash MemorizeCast to get episodes early, bonus episodes, and to know what game we're doing next, because that's been up there for a little bit. And I think that's it. So that was the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC. 
Got it. Memorized? Thank you.